0: Welcome to Level 7, a podcast about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a magical place.
1: Episode 271, The Defenders, Season 1. Episode 5, Take Shelter. And welcome once again to an episode of Welcome to Level 7, which is a podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all that that entails. That's movies. That's TV shows. That's streaming shows. That's lots of different things. And boy, there is a lot of different things. And there's more and more every day, it seems like. Uh, I'm Ben, Ben Avery, one of the agents here who is here to talk about uh, The Defenders. And I've been joined by another agent. There he is up there. In the UP? Agent
2: Stu up in the UP. That's that's what I do.
1: Yeah. Welcome. Hey,
2: how's it going? It's going great. It's good. Going, it's going wonderful. Awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm... we do have a lot of uh, MCU stuff. And, and some stuff that's not MCU, but we think we might could be MCU, but we haven't gotten confirmation on it. And some <laughs> what, stuff that what, was MCU. What are you specifically
1: that... talking about with that?
2: Venom. Yeah. Uh... It could be. <laughs> You know, to me, to my mind, what's going to cement it is if Tom Holland has a cameo.
1: Well, okay, so here's the deal with Venom. Uh, As of this recording, although this may be released after Venom. Well, yeah, we're recording the day before Venom is hitting theaters. Mm -hmm. And so I will be seeing Venom tomorrow night. I will not be. (laughs) And I will be recording about Venom for Strangers and Aliens, the other podcast that I do, one of the other podcasts that I do. Uh, And that will be actually probably posted tomorrow night as well. I do not know how Welcome to Level 7 is going to be handling Venom. Um, I do have a friend who's another podcaster who is interested in possibly uh, doing an episode with us or doing something with us about that. So that might be the direction we go in because you're not
2: seeing it anytime soon. Unless it becomes MCU, like, well, and I'll make my report to you, spoiler okay. free, okay? Right. All right. I, really, what you, I'm going to need you to do is yes or no, <laughs> like that's it. But see, if I'm it,
1: I'm not as cut and dry. My yes or no to you will be yes or no about Tom Holland. It will not be yes or no about is it MCU, because to me, it doesn't have to have Tom Holland to be MCU. However, I don't know what's going to be the bar for me because. I just don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm mudding the waters, (laughs) Ben. I'm leaning toward. It's not, uh, going to be, but we will see, man. I, I just don't know this, this whole thing. It's, it's an anomaly. It's a weird thing. Uh, so if it gets a full episode, that's not because it's MCU. It's because it could have been not even that could be, but it could have been. I don't, I don't know.
2: I don't know either. And then we've got the the book that's not, but is, but not. We'll
1: talk about that later. I mean, that's November still. But um, here's the thing with Venom. Venom could somehow retroactively become MCU if Disney ends up acquiring all the Spider-Man rights. And that movie is out there. And...
2: Who but know, I think who if knows? that happens, they're going to do something like the Star Wars people did, right? Okay, everything, everything going forward is going to be canon and everything.
1: Uh, not, I don't know, I don't know. Here, here's what I do know, uh, and we'll be talking about this at post credit. The X Men stuff, if they, you know, when if Disney actually does get a hold of 20th Century Fox's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, library or whatever, I don't think the X Men movies that we have right now are going to be made into retroactive MCU films. Mm-mm. But that those characters will be brought into the MCU, but the the movies will not be a part of the MCU.
2: Right. But, there'll be there'll be Marvel Legends is what it'll be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But we're going to talk about that because there are some trailers to talk about that have come out. Mm-hmm. And um there's three of them. And we are we are you're going to want to stick around for the post credit folks because we are getting ambitious we yeah. are doing something we have never ever tried before and we may end up never ever trying again uh, but there are three trailers that have dropped let's just put it this way
2: don't bury the way
1: Stuart, Stuart you you and I have both seen two of, the tra- two of the trailers that have come out right and there's a third one that we haven't seen yet but what? by the time that our post credit is done we will have seen the third one, and so this might totally be a train wreck. this might be absolutely a ridiculous, but that's why it's post credit
2: you know great 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 selling there you got yeah. there
1: hey if it's a train wreck it's worth watching
2: there you go you
1: know metaphorical train wrecks are worth watching let's put it let's put it that way uh, real train wrecks that's that's something different and we don't need to get into that no I' want to brought but- it up but uh, <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, stay tuned to the end of the episode because you should because you're a Marvel fan and you, you wait till the very end. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you want to talk about Defenders now?
1: Yeah. And here's how this is going to work. We've already seen Defenders a year ago. Mm-hmm. And because we knew we weren't going to be covering Defenders, we started this with Daredevil where we knew we weren't going to be covering it when we watched it. And so we called in our initial reactions as credits roll. That way we can get our fresh take on this from the, the first time we saw it. Our conversation now, we, we've seen it and it's, we've now seen it twice or, or maybe more times than that. Um, and we've also seen the episode that come after that. So we're going to play right now, phone calls from me, agent Samantha and agent Daniel. You'll notice uh, a name <laughs> missing from that list. Now, I'm, I'm not going to mention any names because the name was missing from the list. But there is someone who typically we would be mentioning in that list. But for some reason, this time around, uh, didn't.
2: You know, it's sad that Tom Holland didn't call in for for Defender Season 5 or Episode 5. That's what's sad no i don't know what happened i don't know why i didn't call i don't know what happened maybe i forgot maybe i fell asleep I all don't
1: know. i all i know is i hope it was you and not me because <laughs> it's not there and i don't know why well
2: let's just say it was me because
1: i okay it was it was totally your fault man can't believe totally you my can't yeah. believe you okay
2: let so, the now, whole <laughs> podcast down i'm just i'll i'll talk to you later ben
1: so now that's out of the way uh let's play those calls and then we will talk about the episode in depth and at length
0: hello everybody Agent daniel defender episode five take shelter hmm maybe it was not my mood maybe it was my My sleepiness, maybe it was just, maybe it's true. This episode seemed very bridgey to me, even with some fights. A lot of talking and chatting and
3: a lot of bridgey.
0: Going into, you know, concluding this, I'm I'm assuming it's going to serve as a bridge. You know, we're getting everybody set up. We're getting literally all the people we care about assembled into one spot. You know... We got Daredevil agreeing to be Daredevil. I don't know. Very very Bridgy. I'm I'm not gonna say I hated it, but very Bridgy. Um, I did. I, w- I will say I've got a friend who keeps complaining about Danny a ton and like wants to do physical violence to him. Um, yeah, I don't get it. Wants to give him the old Jeff Bridges, but um, yeah, I don't. Like, this episode, I don't know what to be angry with Danny about. I mean, that's totally in my head, this Danny anger. I mean, Danny's really not doing much except trying maybe to protect the woman he loves. I mean, i think say maybe. I mean, she doesn't necessarily need it, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's, again, very, very bridgey episode to me, for me. Um... Even though again guy gets decapitated. And Mortal dies. So Bridgie And that's really my biggest sense this entire episode is you know there's a bridge, it goes from part one in which we all meet our team again and they meet each other to part two where I hopefully think, you know, we're gonna get it. to get this fight on So but yeah, Bridgie. That's all I got. Bridgie, Bridgie, Bridgie.
3: Hey, look, it's a bridge. I'm
0: going to go
3: over it. See you later. Bye. Hi, it's Samantha. So I just finished episode five of The Defenders. Wow. Okay, so we begin with this really amazing fight, and uh, Luke gets hit by the dump truck at the beginning. I wasn't really scared that he would, it would be any question if he would survive that or not. That was actually. I actually kinda laughed. <laughs> if there had been any other character I'd be absolutely terrified, but him, no. Uh, um what else? We have Bakudo coming back. Um, Luke Cage captures Sawande, and um the defenders question him. Uh oh uh Matt comes uh comes out with the truth to the rest of the gang that uh our gang, what is this? <laughs> What What is this? This is the, uh, oh gosh, this is where I need the guys. Oh, you know, with the, with the little kids. I'll think of it in five minutes. Like as soon as I hang up, I'll, I'll remember the show. Anyways, you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, um, so, okay, so Bakuda's back. Um, uh, so one day they question him and stick cut, cut up, cuts off his head at the end. I think we're going to find out if cutting off the head is really going to do it. Um, for those who who have been through the process. Um, And at the end, the black sky is remembering her life as Electra. Clearly, because she's there alone in Matt's apartment. So excited to talk to you guys about it. I really am just, oh. And I just now realize there's only eight episodes to Defenders. (laughs) Okay, yeah, this is, yeah. You can see how much time I have to pay attention to news and details and stuff until it actually happens <laughs> I was expecting a full 13 episodes but I get it because you have to pay the actors and I bet Sigourney Weaver does not come cheap she's great they're all so great oh oh, oh and I forgot to mention that the hand is all together Uh, well we've got four of them together and then Sawando's dead okay so we're going to see what's going to happen next bye
4: Hey, it's me, Past Ben, to talk to you, future people, about Episode 5 of The Defenders. And here's what I have to say about Episode 5 of The Defenders. It's good. It's about the same good as the rest of the series. And, you know, some people might say, no, 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 it's happening. You know, stuff's happening. Definitely stuff is happening. There's lots of talking and interplay. And this is, again, one of those shows where if you don't like the characters, you're not going to like the show. And I like the characters. I We've obviously grown to love them, and here we're seeing them interact and stuff, and honestly, even when there's not action, what makes this rewatchable is the the interplay and the, um, you know, seeing the characters that we like, talking with each other, doing things together, fighting with each other, doing all that stuff, and yeah, uh... I don't know. There's not much to say about this episode. It's not the best, but it's one of those. It's a bridge episode. We need that episode to get from one thing to another, and this one takes us there. So, yeah. And I'm ready for episode six, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to bed. Going to be responsible. Responsible adult. after have to work in the morning. So responsible adult. Then signing off. I was. Actually, when I say I was being responsible, I stayed up and watched this one, but um, I'm not watching another one. So, yeah, responsible adult Ben from the past, signing off.
3: The Little Rascals. I swear, I just hung up the phone and a second later the name popped into my head. I was not kidding. (laughs) Okay, on to episode six. Bye.
1: So,
2: general consensus, it's a bridge. <laughs> it's a bridge. <laughs> There's a bridge. It connects that one thing Spain. to another. Yeah. And uh, not the one that Daniel's actually driving on. It's actually no. a, a bridge in the show. Although, to be fair,
1: he may have been driving under it. I, I don't know. Oh. On, under, around. Maybe he just
2: saw it in the distance. Who knows? Lots of bridges. That's all I'm going to say. There's <laughs> lots of bridges in the world. So yeah. he could have seen lots of them. Could have been any any number of,
1: of those bridges. Speaking of bridges, though, he does mention <laughs> his friend who wants to punch um, and give physical harm to Danny Rand. And then he references this. So I do need to clear this up, what he meant when he said uh, he wants to Jeff Bridges the guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how do you like that for a, a, a Segway bridge? Um <laughs> What Daniel meant by wanting to Jeff bridges the guy is that Daniel has an irrational hatred for Jeff Bridges. I do not understand this i I just don't I don't get it. I love the guy i i just i I don't know and, and it's not because I have a particularly strong affinity toward the dude. He's
2: the dude, man. How can man, how can you not like the dude? I would just, I, I just feel like I would love to just hang out with this guy, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, but I don't want him to come like live with me. No. Because that's a no. fine line, right? That, you know, the dude is going to come live at your house if you let him.
1: No, 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 no. I No, I, I don't want him to disrupt my life. I just want him to hang out for a little bit. And yeah. And so what will happen every once in a while is there will be, uh, some sort of conversation thread happening on, on Facebook and, and something will come up that will remind me of something about Jeff Bridges. And I will um, spam and, and troll uh, Daniel with (laughs) uh, Jeff Bridges memes that I actually spent the time to make. Um, And so, yeah, in fact, I was uh, clearing out photos on my phone and, and the, the, the oldest photo on my phone was Jeff Bridges mug. And he's just smiling that little grin and uh, I remembered sending that to to Daniel and it was a, it was a special little memory in my life. So yeah, Jeff bridges <laughs> and real bridges. And this episode is a bridge. Oh, it's, from, a bridge. It's, it's a bridge between episode four and episode six. Um, and, and I guess it does say something to the quality of it. If it's going to feel that way, if it feels like you're just setting pieces, you know, dealing with what happened before and now setting up the pieces so you can
2: push to what happens next instead of just actually letting what happens next to happen here but and i would say that that's not a high point in the writing of this show no but it's not bad either right it's not it's not it's not horrible But it's suffering from that same thing that, like, Inhumans suffered from and the first uh, Iron Fist series suffered from, which is this whole up and down, you know, unevenness. Yeah. Well, see, last
1: episode, though, and this is I can understand the complaint for this one, especially if you're binging, Um, Mm -hmm. although I didn't feel it when I was binging. I I didn't feel it. But um, last episode was really strong, even though it was lots and lots of exposition. Episode four was. Mm -hmm. and then moving into episode five here if you're not on board with episode four like if for me i just found it so interesting and i liked the interplay and all that but i can understand people getting bored or feeling like you know oh quit talking and do something already you know i can understand that feeling and if that's what you're feeling as you're you know Clicking play or letting you know the 15 seconds go by or whatever it is, uh, and you're getting into this episode, I can understand the bad will kind of bleeding over. Just like for me, the goodwill I think was bleeding over a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh but yeah, I mean there's 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 stuff happening, there's exposition happening, and it is definitely not as high of a quality episode, in my opinion, as episode four was. But the episode is take shelter. And the hand are getting ready for action and they are accompanied by dramatic classical music and everyone's heading to the Royal Dragon. So you have Mira- Murakami. How do you say that guy's name? Do you know Murakami? If I say it quick, no. if I say it quick and confident, nobody will know. Hey, Murakami quick and <laughs> um, leaps into the restaurant, uh, breaking windows and stuff. Electra and Murakami actually, um, they, they fight the, our good guy hand, um, Alexandra just leaves, and men with guns enter with Lady or with Madame Gao, and uh, this this is where the team kind of gels a little bit. The bad guys want Iron Fist. Um, Matt wants Electra. He tries to reason with her and says her name, <laughs> um, yeah, but Murakami interrupts. Meanwhile, Sawandi and uh, Luke Cage they're fighting, and that gets interrupted by a garbage truck and um yeah it, Alexandra she watches from her car and I just feel like man she's weak she's getting weak it's not not good um, but the gang other than Lo- Luke Cage who Luke Cage is uh you know in the, in the garbage truck um they all escape down the sewer and you know what kind of connection I make when they escape down the sewer the same one I made. What is the connection you made,
2: sir? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. But why? Because Stick, let's, let's be honest. Stick is Splinter. Yep. Right. And, and we all know the story about how the guy who created Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles used the goo that blinded Matt Murdock and said, you are now the same goo. So, unofficial crossover, but intentional crossover Mm -hmm. i gotta think that that was like if if no one on set first off if the writers didn't write it that way and no one on set said hey by the way look at this this is funny i have no hope for humanity anymore (laughs) like this is my nerd my nerd just come on guys this is so
1: obvious i don't know i I, if that's what it takes for you to i mean you got a really low bar to lose faith in humanity (laughs) man like lately yeah (laughs) Eh, well, we're not going to get into that. Nope, nope. We're here actually nope. to escape a little bit, to take shelter, yeah. if you would, to, to from take the shelter, real yes. world.
2: <laughs> so, so, so yeah, they escape into the they escape into the prison, and maybe somebody orders a pizza.
1: Yeah, maybe. But, uh, got
2: thirty seconds. Yeah.
1: So they're they're running. They're 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 gone. They're through the sewer. They go back to Colleen's place. Well, the dojo and Colleen's there. I should say it's Colleen and Dandy's place, but. No, it's her place though. She originally owned it, right?
2: Right, but yeah. now he owns it because he owns the whole thing.
1: That's right. <laughs> so,
2: I really hope they took a shower though, because that would be yucky. Seriously,
1: I mean, that's part of why you're going there, though. You know, and and that's the other thing is, in some ways, this is kind of two uh, sanctuary episodes in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, last episode it was they were taking sanctuary at the restaurant, and this one, uh, while well, they're here with with Colleen. And this is kind of a sanctuary. So, But then they also go into uh, another place where it becomes kind of a sanctuary for them as well. But at least they have a bad guy with them because Luke Cage comes and says, I got one of
2: theirs. You know what this episode reminds me of? No. Um, did you ever watch Battlestar Galactica? I did. The new one? Yeah. The first episode after the movies, mm-hmm. right, the whatever, was called 33 Minutes. And so every 33 minutes the – the Battlestar, the, yeah, the, okay. the the Cylons would jump in and beat them all up. And then, you know, they'd have to escape or whatever. And then they'd reset the clock. That's what this episode reminded me of. There was always, they never were able to like sit, you know, and, and have that exposition. And for that, I kind of liked it. Um, I don't remember if I thought of it as a bridge, but I did think of it as this, it was constantly moving. They were constantly on the run. Yeah. Um, which is good. I like that. So they've got
1: one of the hand. Meanwhile, Electra and Alex debrief with a sword. <laughs> um, and so this is where I'm not sure as we move through this series, Alexander kind of loses in, in my memory here. I don't remember not liking her very much, but this time around, I feel like, yeah, she is weak she's not a great leader and she doesn't lead by example because she's physically weak possibly, but she's also kind of hiding behind Electra. Um, yeah. So here you've got, um, they're talking about how Alex says you're skilled, you know, more than anyone can learn in a single life. I should know. Cause I'm immortal. That kind of thing. She monologues about a daughter that she had before Kun Loon and, um, then she uh, realized that when she became immortal, she was supposed to raise the black squ- black sky, and uh, and then she's like, "You you are here to fill the role of a wep- weapon, and if you fail, you'll be no no use to us." And I didn't realize it until watching it this time. Electra is the hand's version of Iron Fist. Yeah, the, the black yeah. sky is the Iron Fist of the hand. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. And now I want to sit down and say, okay, because we've already talked about how you have the element of the, the hand. Mm
3: -hmm. There's
1: five fingers, you know, and each one of them, you know, is, is a, you know, together they're stronger. Right. And, and then we have our um, defenders. And if you throw a stick in the mix, you've got five of them and they're, they're, you know, a mirror image of the hand. And then you also have this, you know, Danny and Elektra are kind of images of each other, mirrors of each other. Uh, I'm wondering if you could find maybe a, a combination because you have Stick, who nobody trusts. And is kind of by default, though, because of just who he is and what he's doing, is right now leading the defenders. And you have something similar with Alexandra, where they aren't trusting her. She's not a great leader and she's not doing well. and And it comes down to this. Okay, so this is leadership lesson of the episode, everyone. Okay, I'm listening. Okay. If you want to lead well, there's a couple things you have to do. One is you have to actually, you know, lead from the, you know, being side by side with who you're leading instead of leading from being in front of them, you know, and, and saying, follow me, follow me. You have to be with them and walk with them. That's one thing. And, and stick in Alexandra, not doing well on that front. The other thing is you have to be able to cast vision. And if you can't cast vision and get the people that you're trying to lead to catch your vision, then you're not going to be able to lead them well. They may do what you tell them to do or do what you ask them to do, but they're not doing it because they want to do it. They're doing it because they have to do it. And that's kind of where we are with Stick and Alexander right now. If Stick was able to cast vision a little bit better, Daredevil might be on board because Mm. sticks mission is
2: righteous, but his actions are not. Well, he and to that casting vision sort of language, he's not filling them in enough to get on board. Like he, and, and, by an extension of them, he's not filling the audience in enough to be like, Oh, there's actually a war coming. He didn't, you know, he really didn't do that in, in daredevil either. Right. In the series you didn't get, I I personally don't get the sense that there is a big, bad war coming, but that's also sort of the scope of the series too. You know, the TV series are smaller in scope and therefore I'm, I'm not sure if I'm not getting everything that they're putting out or if I'm reading too much into it but another well,
1: way but the war itself that he's talking about is basically five people versus five people Oh, now now in the past with the chaste and with the hand and, and with Kunlun and all that stuff there used to be dozens and dozens of, of people over time over history but now it's it's five against five, it's five versus
2: five and and so maybe that was a thing that I didn't quite understand, right? I didn't quite get until literally, you know, 25 seconds ago when you said it's five versus five. Um, and that makes sense now that I'm watch- now that I understand that. Yeah. Now, the, the members of the hand do have their own kind of foot troopers
1: in it because – I'm going with the foot because of the um, <laughs> I, I got Ninja Turtles. I, but they have that. their own <laughs> – People. They have you know Gao has the gunman and there's Ninja involved and stuff like that. But it still feels really small.
2: So is Alexandra Shredder?
1: I'm 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 not gonna go that far. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> that, it, I'm just not I, willing oh, to commit that far into the Is uh, that
2: a bridge too
1: far? <laughs> yeah. Bridge too far. I'm gonna burn that bridge. Burning the bridges here. Uh, All right. Uh, so <laughs> Sawande, he's caught. Uh-oh. And yeah, they know he's caught. And they the hand is waiting for the reinforcement from South America, who's coming soon. Dun, dun, dun. Got my attention. I don't know who it is yet. Find out. Uh, meanwhile, they are going to interrogate Swandi. And Swande is going to interrogate them right back. He's calling. He says, "You are mice who fell into a wall." He says something that I know lots and lots and lots and lots of people cheered about when he talks to Danny and says, "You're the dumbest Iron Fist yet." <laughs> um. And he, but he knows them. and He gets into their head. He's gal like with that. Yeah. He, he totally gets into their head. Um. <laughs> until, until Jessica just punches him. Hmm just knocks him out. He talks too much. So this is where there's some interesting stuff going on here. Last episode, we had moments where um, the of our four defenders who each have their own series. So let's take stick out of it. But everyone got one on one time with everyone else. And then we got team time, you know, where, where they're all together and everything like that. Here's where that happens with the supporting cast. Because Luke gets Claire and lump in my throat in this scene here, but they're going to get all of their friends and get them someplace where they can be safe. And he says to Claire, I never meant to make my trouble your trouble. And you know what? When you're in a relationship, you don't. You don't mean to let your trouble become their trouble. But Mm. when you're in a relationship, you do intend to take the trouble from the other person, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, she's in it and she's saying, yeah, your trouble is my trouble because that's what happens when you're in a relationship. And he's saying, I don't want it to be that way, you know? And that's because I care about you, you know, and I got a lump in my throat. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. You know, uh, Daniel can make all the comments he wants about me not being a <laughs> romantic and he's muddied the waters for friends now. Who don't think I'm romantic, but truth is that was a romantic moment and and I got a little lump in my throat. Good for you. Not going to lie. Don't say good don't you, you don't patronize me.
2: I'm not patronizing. You are. You're I'm, I'm saying say, good for you. I'm like, s- good for you. You finally got a feeling. <laughs> I'm saying I'm glad that you not that you finally got a feeling, but I'm glad that you felt the thing. Yeah, well. Because because that's what the the, that's what the creators wanted you to do. They want you to feel that. Right. Because
1: all the people now they're going and getting the people they care about. Mm -hmm. And so, Danny, he goes and gets Colleen. And, And here's where we find out who the reinforcement from South America was. It's Bakudo.
2: Did you see that coming?
1: Well, I did this time.
2: But right, not, not the first time, no. <laughs> so I think I remember the first time thinking it, hoping it was a movie person, hoping it was a TV, oh. host, hoping it was a a Tigger moment, but that didn't happen. I wasn't expecting
1: anything like that. I wasn't honestly. It happened so quickly from the moment when they say it that I really didn't have time to think about it. And uh, when he did show up, actually both times, both <laughs> a year ago and this time around. It took me a moment to realize who he was. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's that guy. Um, Oh, I remember
2: Iron Fist.
1: Okay. So he confronts Colleen and he plays head games and he tries gaslighting her. Basically, he's like, I wasn't brainwashing you. I was training you. And she is to her credit. She doesn't listen, but she gets cut bad. And then Luke and Claire arrive and he takes off. So Colleen is hurt. It's not good uh let's see matt goes to karen to protect her from the hand and she confronts him about doing the daredevil thing again he's like oh well, yeah i have to and she's like well no i don't have to and she's like well actually yeah, i do have to because i want you to be safe and uh i want you to you know not die and she says, okay fine i'll come with you but it's not because of you it's just because i don't want to die which <laughs> that's not bad motivation you know um They also then they go to Misty and they get help and the entire crew is coming and they are going to come and hide out in the police station. So that's, I I like this, you know, you get to see these moments where these, you know, supporting cast members now come together and have moments together and Colleen and Misty are going to have some moments together and,
2: it definitely makes it feel like it's the culmination of four individual series into one series. It's not it it adds to that unity, whereas other things, maybe not every other thing, but other things don't necessarily do that. So um stick and Sawandi. Uh Suwandi tells the story of
1: how he defeated the chase and Matt is around and sticks like you got to lead these guys because Iron Fist can't lead them like you can and here's the interesting thing I'm, I'm seeing with Matt and Daredevil because you have this internal conflict within him uh, Matt wants to be Daredevil but he's fighting against that and so that's kind of one level he's, he's willing to go to but he's not willing to go to the next level after that which is to be like actually part of the army of the chaste like, why not just go take the step, man? You know, fight this war, defeat the people. He, he already wants to do the fighting. He wants to do the thing that the chase does. He just doesn't want to be a part of something with Stick.
2: Right, which makes sense because Stick lied and cheated, you know, lied to him and left him alone and, and, and abandoned him and all that sort of stuff. I wouldn't want to do anything with Stick either. You just got to get past
1: that, you know, because if the world is going to be destroyed... Are you going to let the world get destroyed just because you don't like a guy?
2: No. It's going to help you
1: save the world.
2: He hasn't, well, okay, <laughs> let's take the meta out of this. <laughs> you know, Matt doesn't necessarily see that the world is going to get destroyed. All he sees is this old man show up at his doorstep talking about a war that never shows up, right? right? True. Now, if you add that into the into the greater MCU, he's seen alien invasion. So you'd think that maybe he would be like, yeah, I'm going to fight a war.
1: Although when it was first presented to him, that stuff hadn't happened yet. That's
2: true. When he was a little kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so all he's seen is this war, quote unquote war, take the person he loves, Elektra, Mm-hmm. It take his you know all of his friends all of his livelihood and, and so he's trying to distance himself from that.
1: All right so Jessica Jones of course goes and gets Trish to take her mm-hmm. to the safe place because the bad guys are coming and mm-hmm. Murakami comes and you got to fight and there's, there's there's stuff happening here. Uh, Jessica Jones fighting this guy and, and Trish is she's there and she gets involved and Daredevil arrives totally in gear. He's he's all dressed up. He's ready for the party.
2: He went to the Halloween Superstore. He did,
1: and he came out with a great deal. Well, of course,
2: cuz yeah. it's the Halloween Superstore.
1: Duh. So Halloween Superstore. <laughs> especially like the the week after Halloween, right? That's when you want to go, <laughs> yeah, for next year. So, all right, more interaction. We got Claire patching up Colleen. Um, and this is where you get some great stuff from Colleen. She's talking about, this is where I'm supposed to be left behind. And she talks about how I feel lost. And she's saying all these things that actually sound very similar to things I've been hearing in a couple different podcasts that I've been listening to about some cults. And just hearing from people who have left cults and how they feel like, you know, that was their identity. And now they have no identity because they've, they've left this thing that was so bad for them but it was the only thing that defined them and you kind of get that feel from, from Colleen
0: here.
2: Well, that's how, I mean, that's how a cult like, well, brainwashes or, or, or rewires you. It's absolutely
1: how they exert power over you. Right. Absolutely. They create community for you
2: mm-hmm. and
1: they create purpose for you and they create this meaningful place for you mm-hmm. To be, and then you find yourself doing things you would never do. You find yourself giving over control that you would never give over. And that's that's Colleen. She comes out mm-hmm. of it, she knows that they were bad, she knows that it was not a good thing, she knows it was immoral, and that she did things she's not proud of. But now she feels lost because that's all gone. That community is gone, that those, you know, that that safe place is gone. And
2: the insulation against the rest of the world is gone.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. And I'm really glad that we have this. We get to have this moment where she's wrestling with that and and talking to probably the best person in the cast to talk to about this. Claire And, and Claire is great because she doesn't always try to answer. She always does listen, though. And yeah, that's that's counseling 101 right
2: there, you know? You know, you know who makes good sort of bedside counselor, listener type people? No. Nurses who work at night. You mean some sort of night
1: nurse? She's night nurse. So all the sporting cast, they're together. And in one room even. They're in one room and they're all kind of looking at each other. It's a little awkward, you know, not not, not going to lie. They're just kind of looking at each other like, well, what's going on? Um, Misty and it's Colleen. i like
2: her show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Misty and Colleen are next to each other, which that is important. That is Daughters of the Dragon right Mm -hmm. there. And Mm -hmm. Misty allows Colleen to get her sword back. So nice. So nice. And like we talked about last episode, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it yet, Stuart. Um, But uh, yeah, Daughters of the Dragon. I would love it. Okay, so maybe we never get another Defender's series i would love to get a daughters of the dragon eight episode series or a hero for hire eight episode series where we do get parts of our group back together but misty and colleen they are not supporting cast in my my mind they don't have their own show but they are they are main cast here
2: absolutely and they're and you know when misty is main cast in luke cage she is she is yeah and if you you know i'm not we don't we don't cross the streams here, but, you know, she is. And,
1: well, and, and she's, she's enough main cast. Let's put it this way. She is enough of a main cast member to actually be, in my mind, considered a main cast member here in Defenders. Meanwhile, Absolutely. Malcolm and Trish, no. They are a supporting cast here. They are not mm-hmm. main cast. Mm-mm. Let's go over to some more people who are coming together, and that is uh Bakudo he goes and and he and Gal have it out a little bit because you know they didn't part on the best of terms. Um, if I remember correctly, when they parted in Iron Fist, uh he just had left her in, in prison.
2: Right, in that in that room with the weird video monitor.
1: Yeah, well, was the video monitor weird or is she just weird?
2: She's she's pretty weird and in okay. this episode she's pretty powerful. I mean, earlier in the episode she force punched a, a a door open with a um with a dumpster on the other side of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and she is. I I like that they have made her into this powerful force to be reckoned with. But uh
2: she, it makes me wonder if she's that powerful, how powerful was Alexandra to be over her? I know. I know.
1: And, and this is something we talked about. Alexandra, we meet her at the lowest ebb of her power. Mm-hmm. A very interesting place to meet someone who's going to be your primary antagonist. But yeah, speaking of antagonists, though, Gao and Bakudo, they are antagonistic to each other. But as long as we are alive, we are on the same side. And then Gao's all, yeah, but you went after Colleen, not after who we asked you to come after. And. They're gonna have to get along, though. They're gonna have to get along because if they can't, then a hand where the fingers don't get along is a hand that can't pick stuff up and use them
2: well. It's very deep.
1: Yeah, that's very deep.
2: Just, just made that up. So, uh, it's, it's. You should, you know what you should do? You should be a writer. Yeah, I'm gonna write a calendar (laughs) of
1: just stuff like that. The foot T-shirts. The foot that has a Lego underneath it is a foot that will not walk well later. <laughs> it's just gonna be little health tips, maybe. So anyway <laughs> We cut to Daredevil. He's interrogating Sawande and and uh he's interrogating about Electra. And for a guy who wants to, you know, keep secret his relationship with Electra, uh the guy's talking about Electra pretty pretty yeah. uh, out, outright and forthright there. Um, and it basically, it comes down to, why hasn't she killed me? And your weapon is defective. And he's he's part interrogating, part um, taunting, but then Stick, good old Stick, declares, truth time! Maddie, <laughs> time to tell everyone the truth about what you got going on with that electric girl.
2: And... I- and for that, I like how um, Stick brought sort of brought Matt down to earth, right? He, he kind of went, okay, hold on. <laughs> you're not going to be able to build any trust. You're not going to be able to do any of that if you keep lying to people, if you keep sort of going your own path. Come in, be part of a team. Seriously.
1: And this is something – it's a complaint that a lot of people make. I'm not the only person to make this kind of complaint. But how many times in whatever story you're reading – where the person who's creating the story just needs a little more drama. Mm-hmm. And so they have people irrationally hold back information that they mm-hmm. should have never held back in the first place. And if they just would have said something early on, everything would have been completely different.
2: That That is my – okay. Walking on hallowed ground here. That is my problem with the Harry Potter books. I can see that. Uh, well, he ju- <laughs> the
1: movies, I can say, it. yes. Well,
2: even in the books too, right? He should just like, if he, if those books are like 7,000 pages long, right? If he had just walked up to Dumbledore in their first one and been like, look, bro, my head hurts. He would, those books would be like three pages.
1: But it's not.
2: No, it's not. And they've sold a trillion of them. So, you know, it It works out, I guess. The formula works. It but- worked enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but that is my that is my problem with those books, <laughs> is that if we just talk to somebody, it's, there would be no story. It's Not you're not wrong,
1: you're not wrong, and it's not that's not the only one too. There's so many, no. and and it's, it, oftentimes it's it's motivated. You know, like Daredevil not telling everything, that's motivated. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to. He doesn't care about these people anyway. You know, and so he has he has no desire to to really open up with them, but. Sticks right. You got you to gotta open up. Uh, meanwhile, Murakami is worried about Elektra because of the same thing that, that uh, Daredevil has already brought up. She didn't kill him. And we're going to find out later that <laughs> there's good reason to worry about this. But he says, I don't think she's the empty vessel that we were promised. And we're all vulnerable and alexander's like well i'm not vulnerable i feel great because i got her right by my side and and this is where they the the note that they end their meeting on is we're all expendable (laughs) again you know she's not really leading well if the primary person who is you know kind of questioning her basically brings it all around to we're all expendable even you Alexandra, I get that you don't want to die but it might behoove you to go ahead and say hey, I don't want to die you don't want to die, let's work really close together instead of this really, really dysfunctional family dynamic that they have here
2: Would you say the hand is maybe got an itch or or some, some sort of ailment? Maybe well, I it's mean, in a
1: cast? <laughs> they're about to lose a finger i mean they are they're waiting for sawande to come back but we come back and um daredevil uh, he he comes clean and they talk about you know how electra died and has come back and how he has faith that she's going to know who he is and that kind of thing and they argue and while they argue sawande gets up grabs some Uh, some shard of glass or whatever on the floor um, grabs iron fist and, and, and then stick cuts his head off. Just right. (laughs) And it's, it's not as gruesome as it could be in, in considering some of the other stuff we get from Netflix, but the body falls over lands on the ground and the head just rolls away.
2: It just rolls away. That's a I mean, that's pretty gruesome for the MCU Netflix.
1: Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I mean Daredevil had some pretty gruesome stuff in
2: it. Oh, uh, that's true.
1: I mean, that's there true. there's some really gruesome stuff in Daredevil. So that's that's why I say it could have been a lot bloodier, grosser, um, still pretty effective. Mm-hmm. So we got one last scene here. Well, two Alexander goes to check in on, on, uh, Electra. And, uh, it's like, you know, mom going to check in on the teenage daughter or son. And, you know, they're not there. No, where are they? Well, you know where she is? She's at daredevil's apartment. Oh no. And this is where it gets a little interesting it thematically gets really interesting. and that is she goes in there, she's looking all around, she finds the bed and she lays down in the bed. we get the shot of her in the bed and she's curled up in the fetal position. Are we looking at some sort of a, another rebirth? Like is this you know meant to symbolize a, another womb? because well it also
2: i mean the, this whole this whole thing about her um recognizing matt not killing matt and all that sort of stuff you know can you kill a soul right can you can you does your soul inhabit your body and are those two things inseparable yeah because that
1: is a, an interesting conversation to have you know you know, people of faith believe you know you, you are not a body, you are a soul, you have mm-hmm. a body, you, you know, and, and in fiction, that idea is definitely used a, a lot. Um, because we want to believe that there's more, you know, we want to believe that our, you know, but Electra here, is she the same person she was before or is she just a, a changed person? And um, is she completely reprogrammed? you know mm-hmm. cuz you can take a hard drive of a computer and you can completely erase it and put new information on it and yeah it's still the same hard drive but you know the output is going to be different and so here she
2: But if you do a good enough software recovery you can get your old pictures back it just costs a lot of money
1: What's interesting here is that we end and we uh, this cliffhanger is not about raising the stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swande is dead. So there's actually one less bad guy. Electra may be turning back into herself. So there's one more possible less bad guy. One more possible less bad guy? Yeah, whatever. Um, the, and so we have this kind of interesting uh, dynamic here where it's not a huge shift, but things are actually kind of swinging back in favor of, of our crew of our gang, if you would from little
2: rascals. <laughs> what I found interesting was in eight episodes, do you think that there would be rising action with a little bit of dip right at episode seven to complete out episode eight? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's how, uh, that's how I was always taught to sort of build a story is that rising action, a little bit of a dip completed the action, you know? And, and this doesn't feel like that trajectory.
1: No, no, not here. Not, not current. Yeah. Uh, and, and I just don't, I don't feel a sense of the stakes here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that might be why I, I think I was able to <laughs> go to bed at this point in time when I was first watching, because I did binge quite a bit uh, with, with defenders, But this would be the point where you can say, I I can stop here. I don't I don't need to keep watching. I don't.
2: uh, This is this is when you put the bookmark in and you fold it close. And and then six months later, you might pick it back up again. Absolutely. And that I'm not sure is the best thing for an eight episode limited series.
1: No, no. Unless you're counting on it. Just the goodwill of the whole binge viewing kind of thing.
2: Right. Right, and I don't know if this is a successful binge. I mean, I guess it is because it's eight hours, right? So you could get that done pretty quickly. Can
1: I mean that's if you split it into two groups, that's not at all a a huge uh, endeavor to do. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else about this episode?
2: No. No. I liked it. Also, I mean, it's 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 my defenders, so I like them, and I'm glad that they're on TV, and I'm glad I get to watch them. So,
1: all right. Well, with that said, I do want to say uh, thank you to our Patreon patrons. Uh, that would be Agent Andrew, Agent Anthony, Agent Jeffrey, Agent 084, Agent Tazzle, and Agent Trent. Thank you so much, you guys, rock, and uh, everyone who's listening right now. You also rock. Just you rock in a different way. We appreciate you listening. And uh, for those who sent in feedback, like the person who we're going to be reading from momentarily, uh, Agent 084, also rock in a different way. But no matter how you rock, I mean, you, you take our spirits and you resurrect our spirits, you know, when we're down. And uh, you take the bad feelings that we might have and and uh, we get some feedback and, and suddenly the good feelings get resurrected. And uh, or if we're feeling tired, we look at our our list of Patreons, and and suddenly the awakeness gets woke, and it gets gets resurrected. So that's all I have to say. And, and okay, to be clear, we've now used the word resurrected three times. Thanks once more for listening. You've heard us. Now we'd love to hear from you. Just go to welcome to level seven slash feedback to contact us through our website. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling one seventy seven fifty five level seven. You can also join the conversation by liking us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash welcome to level seven or by following us on Twitter where we are level seven pod. Welcome to Level 7 as a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Learn how to podcast, get productive in your personal and professional life, theorize over TV shows, laugh at our clean comedy, learn critical thinking from movie reviews, and more at noodle.mx. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, Godspeed. Okay, you ready to get ambitious in this place? Let's do it. OK, so first there's three trailers and we haven't really talked about them. And, and so I got an uh, uh, email from Agent 084, um, subject Captain Marvel teaser. And so what he says is, so that happened. I couldn't even walk for 10 minutes after I watched that trailer. I have thoughts. I love that the theme of falling down and getting back up again was so blatant. It's great. Simple foundation on which to build a hero's journey. That's going to help when the complexities of both her worlds clash. The trailer starts with her falling from the sky into a blockbuster, which was great, and ends with her standing tall. Seeing her falling at every stage of her life and then getting back up was a cool, not-so-subtle touch. It was also clear how they wanted me to feel. I felt it, and I'm not even mad. (laughs) Fury looks amazing. This seems to be the biggest role a DH character has played in a movie since Jeff Bridges in Tron, which I never saw bridges gets mentioned again we got two jeff bridges mentions in this episode outside of us talking about the mentions anyway speaking of which dh colson i feel like they all they did for him was give him hair but that's only from a quick glance taken three or four times he definitely doesn't look like the mc hammer obsessed rookie agent that clark get clark greg teased and at this point i'm hoping that those comments were just a joke side note me too back to the email interesting to hear about an alien invasion and actually see a spaceship pulling up to earth whatever happens shield has to cover it up or else the invasion in the first avengers movie isn't going to carry the same weight at all it'll be interesting to see how they play it no matter what we're looking at small plot holes remember when sif and the kree had never come to earth we knew she was wrong about the kree reapers who made in humans but apparently also missed whatever happens here in the 90s oops it's clear They're deviating from the classic Carol Danvers origin, and I'm here for it. Apparently, she spent some time on Earth and Hala, but can't remember her childhood on Earth, and we see her in some machine that might have been responsible for the missing memories. There are theories that she's Marvell's daughter and that Jude Law's character might be revealed to be Jan Rogg, an eagle-like turn. And maybe he betrayed and killed her father. I'm actually wondering if maybe they're combining Carol and Marvell's character into this one iteration of Captain Marvel, which I think would be a great MCUing. A movie so important to female empowerment sh- maybe shouldn't feature a protagonist who's so defined by a male character. Make her the Kree who came to Earth and the kick ass Air Force pilot and a superheroine all at once. Have I mentioned I'm excited for this movie? I'm sure I have more thoughts and theories from the teaser, but that's all that comes to mind for the moment. Until next time, and there is a next time that we're going to talk about in a minute here because, well, we'll get to it. So, anyway, that was a trailer that we saw and. I feel like that's one of the best trailers I've seen in a very, very
2: long time. I do too. It, it definitely had all the right vibe to it. Um, you definitely got that nineties vibe with blockbuster and her, some of the yeah. other things in there. Yes. I approve and can't wait till March.
1: I also cannot wait. And, um, to add to what you're saying, I think this, what's interesting about this trailer is kind of what, um, wait was, was hinting at. And that is the whole, um, idea that this trailer was presenting theme you mm-hmm. know we don't really know much about the plot at all uh from this trailer uh, but we definitely get the theme and and what uh carol is going through or going to be going through in that movie which is the idea of she's someone who when she gets knocked down she gets back up again i, I like it what, a lot
2: i see what you did there ben what the tromba womba song classic 90s uh, song
1: yeah I actually I wasn't thinking 90s when I said it but
2: Uh, well it's you did it yeah Uh, but aren't most teasers theme more than 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 story element
1: I well here's what I said on uh, I can't remember what Facebook group I was actually talking to when I said it but um, (laughs) a lot of times when I watch a trailer I'm disappointed because it reveals so much of the plot And that when I go into the movie, I already have seen like bits of the climax. And Mm so I know what to expect, and I I don't necessarily like that. I I prefer to go into a movie not knowing what to expect and letting the movie wash over me and take me where it's going to take me instead of feeling like I've already been there. That's my preference. But it's usually plot related. With this, I feel like I kind of know what the movie is going to be saying about the character. And, and that's where I'm a little disappointed because I kind of, you know, I, I might have liked to, have, you know, discovered that in the theater. I, and, and, but this is what spells it out for us is, mm-hmm. is just kind of what drives this character. Who is she? What does she like? And I mean, they definitely have a handle on the character. And I love that idea. And she's very actually, when you put it that way, very much a, um, a Steve Rogers kind of thing where Mm -hmm. he gets, I could do this all day, you know, Mm -hmm.
2: Um, which I'm excited for because, you know, cap is my favorite uh, superhero And, and especially in the MCU. I think they've done him really well. Right. So I want that to continue forward. You know, I want that sort of image visage personality to move forward into the MCU. It's a grounding Whereas you have Tony Stark being all crazy. Yeah. You have you have the Captain America groundedness. Yeah. All right. We will find Let's, out. Okay. Trailer number Dark. two.
1: Dark Phoenix. Yep. It's a trailer uh, about a movie. Uh, it's an X-Men movie that it's about. And I'm, I can't say I'm excited. <laughs> I, I I wish I could say I was excited.
2: Do you remember when we talked about the Logan trailer Mm -hmm. that I was excited for? I'm not excited for this.
1: They were going for the same vibe with this and I should be excited about this. I mean, they do a, they do a cover of a doors song for this one. And it's not exciting to me. And you know why (laughs) it's not exciting to me. I haven't seen Logan yet and eventually it'll happen, but I haven't seen Logan yet with this though the movie before this yes i know it was logan but it's really not the movie before this is age of apocalypse and that just left me so dry
2: mhm i just don't
1: care right now
2: right so you know we it's going to be difficult to talk about the XCU, the X-Men cinematic universe without bringing up the fact that, you know, this whole Disney Fox thing. Um, I kind of think that they're dwindling in. I don't think they've got any more X-Men movies on the docket. Um, I'm kind of waiting to see what happens with that whole merger. Right. Because now is the time to refresh those characters. Well, here's the thing.
1: There is one more. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the New Mutants movie. Oh, oh,
2: I thought they got shelved, though.
1: Well, it, it got re. Sh- there's a lot of reshoots involved. Huh. and it honestly, it, it could have been the kind of thing where maybe they would have let it go. But there's a lot of money that went into it and went into the reshoots. And so it, I believe it is still going to be released because it's happening. Hmm. I mean, the Disney merger has not happened yet. Right. Right. And it, it's actually possible that it still may not happen. But on the off chance that it does, not the off chance. <laughs> if it does, uh it's it's not going to happen before new mutants would be released. Hmm. And so that is something that is still happening.
2: It's gonna be interesting because I, I feel like that whole I mean the first Brian singer x-men movie is 20 years old now i mean that's that's, all, that's really old
4: <laughs> yeah i mean
2: not it, it, for a movie right and so they've kept that same you know canon all those years and it's a hard that's a hard to do it is
1: although the canon itself has gone through so many weird
2: twists and turns yeah. and ups and downs yeah. and time so. travel and yeah, retcons and rewrite and, yeah, but it's still it's still essentially the same canon. So if you were to sit down and say, I don't know, let's watch all the movies in order. Um, you would be hard pressed to to. Well, I would be hard pressed to get past the first Wolverine movie with the not Deadpool Deadpool. And we may be <laughs> that that may happen. Uh, maybe because you know we have nothing better to do right (laughs) okay so the third
1: trailer this is where we have not seen this yet and so here's what's going to happen and we feel comfortable doing this because it's only a minute long (laughs) we are going to watch right now live and we're going to press play at the same time Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about this trailer (laughs) as it plays (laughs) <laughs> now let see how this goes so you're gonna get live commentary of us watching the marvel's runaways season two official teaser a hulu original that's the full length title from from youtube if you want to go and find it right now and watch it with us so what you might want to do is right you know, pause right pause the podcast bring it up you know on your computer or whatever and and be ready to hit play with us and when we'll and, all press play together. And,
2: okay. <laughs> and so I think the hard part for us, Ben, is going to be actually to talk, right? right? Right. But that's why it's okay. It's just a minute, right? So um, that is that's
1: that's the truth. Like, if you're doing a commentary, you have to keep talking about the mm-hmm. thing because the worst thing you could have happen is is dead air. So, right.
2: <laughs> so here we go. All right. This is, this is a post-credit to end all post-credits. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. We have <laughs> okay. not rehearsed this. We have not practiced this. We probably should have. I'm just going to put it out there <laughs> that maybe we're going about this completely the wrong way. All right. You know what,
2: though? You know what, though? Let's just jump off the cliff and see what happens.
1: Ready? Ready? I, I, we're going to hold hands and shout drama. Ready? Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Alright, so we got the ex- this explosion and they're talking about parents.
2: And people in elevators.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's got something on his face. The teenagers looking
2: distraught. Oh, there's the Marvel logo. Yeah. Hulu. Oh they, uh, they found a base. Are they under the Hollywood sign?
1: I don't know. Ugh. They said they're not superheroes, but they totally are. They're they totally are. superheroes. Yep. And oh, we got powers! They're showing their powers. powers.
2: That's gonna be there's lots of action,
1: and there's Gertie, Gertie, or what's what's the name of the the raptor? I don't remember the name of the raptor.
2: That is how you do it. There's superhero
1: stuff going on here, though. I, wow, okay, and they're all dropping on one day.
2: Yeah, (sighs) I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I love a phrase. We can stop it now.
1: We can stop it now because it's just music and they want us to click on one of these other things here. Um, Click on Huluween. Okay.
2: Well, I really like the trailer. (laughs) Excited for the excited to watch all 20, whatever, 13 of them on the 21st of December.
1: It's happening, man. uh, That, you know. Okay. It looks like they're actually in a superhero show.
2: Yes, that's cool.
1: And the whole, you know, versus the parents thing that's there. That looks interesting. Yeah, not Gertie. What's the name of the Velociraptor?
2: I don't know. Are you Googling?
1: No, Um, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read this email from Agent (laughs) OE4. Subject, Runaway Season 2 trailer. Spoilers for Season 2. So if you haven't seen the trailer yet, you're not going to okay message last time a trailer came out i wrote you an essay so i'll go easy on you this time that trailer blew my mind the visuals are somehow even better than the first season the characters seem to be coming into their own and are actually running away and oh yeah more old lace i'm down at the end of the season last year oh go ahead
2: old lace is the name of the rock velociraptor did did you google that (laughs) just kidding i did but that's (laughs) how i knew i could
1: yeah Uh, I that's the reason I didn't Google it, because I saw it in the in the email here. So I I realized I got the answer for myself. But yeah, (laughs) at the end of last season last year, I was afraid they were setting up Carolina as a spy for Jonah because I couldn't figure out who else made sense to have been the one who texted him that cryptic message. I'm still wary about that because I'm not the biggest fan of introducing LGBTQ characters and then making bad things happen to them. But I guess we'll have to wait and see what they've got planned. Ah, I can't wait. So thank you, Agent084. That's uh, two trailers, two emails. And, yeah, that's also three trailers for us.
2: And I think that's our limit.
1: Yeah, I think that looked really good.
2: I uh, I think now we have to talk about how we're going to do that. <laughs> well, when it was going to be one
1: episode a week, it was going to be easy because we would just go ahead and and focus in on, on that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that would be released uh, as a you know, weekly thing. And that's mm-hmm. what we do. Weekly takes precedence over dumped streaming. So, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work yet. But
2: I don't know either. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to figure it out.
1: We'll have to figure it out. The other thing we have to figure out is what we're going to do about Venom. <laughs> um,. <laughs> Well, okay, and and, th- and and do we finally just make a sounder for is it MCU?
2: <laughs> I think I think the the Venom show, whether it's post credit or an actual show, needs to have that in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I think I'm going to leave it to you. If you tell me it's MCU, then I will. Then I'll take that to the bank, and I'll go see it. But otherwise, I'll wait till it comes out on video. All right.
1: Well, that's our episode. Thank you so much, Stuart. There we
2: go. Thank you, Ben.
1: Have a great evening, man. You too. Later.